This show is not for kids, although the content is pretty childish. Say the intro. Or do you want to say the intro? You say it. It's okay. fun. Uh, hi, I'm Will, and I'm Courtney. And welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feels so good. <laughs> A podcast where we make up words for things that should have them. Yeah, yeah. These are all fun, made-up words. You can make them up at home too. That's right. Play along at home. Yeah, <laughs> if you want. I don't know. <laughs> Courtney, I'm just very excited. Yes, my butt is sore. Oh my god. Minus it two. <laughs> it's less sore now that I've showered. Yeah, but, but it's still kind of sore. Yeah? Is it still like in that butt meets lower back place? Yeah. As we like to call the bass? The, is it the glutes or is it, yeah, the bass? Your it's bass? the lower back. That's, yeah. that's back, kind of a word. Where your back to... meets your ass? <laughs> your bass? <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that totally is a word that we've made up too. Oh, yeah. 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 We make up a ton of words a bonus. That's a bonus word bonus for you. Word. little small word. Yeah. Good. Uh, Sprinkle it in there. Yeah. Why does your bass hurt, baby? Well, because we exercised yesterday and we actually like went out and did active stuff. Yeah. And that's not something we usually do. It is not. <laughs> We're usually more like sitting on the couch and talking about going and doing exercise and then not actually doing it and then watching TV. We're, we're those types of people that look out the window and say, it's a beautiful day outside, but never go outside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful day to look out yeah. from inside and wow. we do nothing. Yeah. So yesterday we went for like a small hike mm-hmm. that was bigger than I expected. I actually invented a word for what we did yesterday. You did? Wow, yes. that's like a perfect little segue there. Yeah, it's a tangent, it's I like a, to call it. Oh, okay. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. The word is heek. A heek? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not a hike and it's not a walk. Okay. That's the distinction, right? Okay. Because if it's a hike, you would expect it to be like hiking shoes mm-hmm. and like you're preparing and you're like walking up and you're, you know, kind of a strenuous thing. Yeah. But yeah, because if you're like walking up a little hill and there's little trails on it, uh-huh. and you can just sort of go in whatever clothes you have, but it is sort of strenuous and it's sort of an exercise. It's not a walk, you know? Yeah, no, it's not a walk around the block. No, it's not. Yeah, a walk is just going outside and like, like you said, walking around the block and then coming back in. Yeah. But a hike, I don't want to call what I did yesterday a hike because that sounds disingenuous. Yeah, that sounds like I should have dirt under my nails or yeah. I should have had a stick or mountain partner. I was thinking about it because, you know, as we're going up and down this this kind of hill, my dad and my stepmom went hiking on the Inca Trail. Yes. And apparently it just beat they ass. <laughs> <laughs> didn't sound too fun. They well, didn't sound like they had a lovely time. It's like 26 miles, right? I think so. Yeah. That's... And it's altitude. It's like high up. Ooh. And it's the kind of hike that you actually have to train for. Like, they did hikes to prepare themselves for the trip. Yeah. No, you can't see it, listeners, but I'm shaking my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking my head, too. Yeah, there you go. Now you're shaking it. Yeah. It's shaking it a lot. Wow, your hair is really moving a lot and moving very fast. That's how I feel. 
Okay. Dizzy. Actually, I'm dizzy now. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because I was shaking my head. Yeah. I wanted to play along. But I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do... The Inca what? Trail. It oh, doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. It's not... I enjoyed yesterday. Yeah. But if the question is like, do I want to scale up and start actually looking into hiking? Hell no. Like, no, I don't want to. Hell no. I don't want the shoes. Nope. I don't want the The weird packing, socks. The weird socks that are too fat and... I don't like the putting stuff in the backpack. Nope. We had plenty of things in our backpack, and we did not have very many things. Did you ever do like a like a backpack hike with, like, I did, I did, uh, I did Cub Scouts. <laughs> what? I was a Cub Scout. Oh, yeah. I know you were a Cub Scout, but I was still in shock oh, of you asking me asking if, you if I've you ever, ever backpack done like a before? backpack hike before. Oh, my God. Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun once you stop. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because then you're like up in a mountain and you can camp mm-hmm. and whittle wood i don't like camping uh when i've gone out as an adult i've not liked it too much either i liked it as a kid and now that i think about it i think that was mostly because like the dads did the work yeah and all you had to do was like hang out in a tent with your buddies and yeah and whittle wood <laughs> whittle wood <laughs> into nothing yeah what did you make out of your wood whittlings a spear a spear yeah Weirdo. <laughs> that's all you could make. I mean, I guess that's all what you could make. What am I going to carve a canoe out of that thing? It's I a little don't know. Stick. Maybe. Or your Pinewood Derby car. I had. I also did that. Oh, yeah? I actually got second place one year, I think. Hell yeah. My car was basically just like, it looked like a door wedge. Uh- yeah. <laughs> I think I carved my, my block into a triangle and put wheels on it. Yeah. That was the extent of my design. Great. Yeah. And it went super fast. It did. It went pretty well. I was proud of my little red doorstep. Yeah? It yeah. was red? Yeah, I think it was red. Aww. I think it was like glittery red, actually. Cute. Yeah. All, all aesthetic, did no you, function. Did you paint flames on it? No. You know what I did instead? What? I went to Hobby Lobby and got decal flames for it. What? Like the real deal. It was a yeah. red doorstop with decal frames and wheels. <laughs> And I said to myself, well, when you grow up, you're going to drive this car in real life. Oh. <laughs> I have yet to buy it. Yeah. One day, maybe, we'll yeah. get you one of those doorstop cars. I think next time I actually get a car, I would like it to be a big red triangle with flames. That's a good car to get. Yeah. What's your first word? So, my first word is saucel. Saucel? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. How Thanks. do you spell that? S-A-U-C-L-E. Oh, cute. Yeah. Do you want to know what it means? Should I guess first? Sure, you can guess. <laughs> okay. A saucel is um, like a sauce stain that you never get out and it stays in your shirt forever. That is so close. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like a fossil, really right? close. Sauce and fossil? Oh, no, no, not that. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, it's close. It has to do with dipping sauce. I figured that much. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> dipping sauce is like your religion, so I can <laughs> get behind that. <laughs> You're not wrong. I go to the Church of Honey Mustard on Wednesday and the... <laughs> yeah, the Cult of Ranch on Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, this is when... Um, when you order more food to account for the extra dipping sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's relatable. Yeah. So I've had this happen to me before. Like 
many times, mostly at home. It's not so much ordering food as much as it's making food. I'll make myself some like tater tots or fried pickles or chicken nuggets or something else that's a crispy golden brown yeah. and pour out a bunch of ranch or honey mustard or something and I'll just start dipping and eating and dipping and eating and then I finish the eating and guess what? There's just so much dipping that is left. Mm-hmm. There's so much sauce and especially if I make my own sauce, I'm like, well, I'm not going to just... Wash it down the drain. It's impossible to make one serving of dipping sauce. It really is. If you make sauce, you have like a bowl of it. Yeah. Yeah. I understand exactly where you're coming from. You have too much sauce to possibly do anything with. Yeah. And so I'm just like, well, guess what? My snack just turned into a feast. (laughs) And (laughs) guess who's eating an entire bag of Tyson chicken nuggets tonight? This gal. (laughs) This gal with her bowl of sauce. Yeah. With my bowl of homemade honey mustard. I got it. Mm, That's great. Yeah. I don't make chicken nuggets as much as you do. (laughs) It sounds like I make chicken nuggets like every single day. (laughs) What's your favorite, honey mustard obviously, but like what's your favorite sauce to make? Um... My favorite sauce to make is probably like a spicy spicy ranch or something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you use for the spice? Uh, I usually use sriracha. Okay. Yeah. So like a, I like to do like a sriracha ranch or like a sriracha, anytime I can put sriracha in something. Like I've done like sriracha maple Ooh. glaze yeah. sauce. It's yummy. I remember you doing that. You, it's maple syrup and mm-hmm. and sriracha and so yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes you feel like an adult like making homemade junk food, right? Isn't that the best? It's so good. It's so good to be able to make those choices for yourself. To be like, you know what? I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't eat this kind of food, but it's what I want. Yeah, and I'm an adult. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to make it. And it's going to be delicious. And if you make it yourself, it makes you feel like it's less bad. Yeah. Like, if you're saying, I'm going to go get chicken nuggets, you're basically eating total junk. But if you're like, I'm going to get chicken from my freezer, Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut it into little pieces, bread it, Mm -hmm. like put it in the pan and like pan fry it. It yeah. sounds like you're making a gourmet meal for yourself. In reality, you're really just making chicken nuggets. You're making chicken nuggets, yeah. But it feels adult. <laughs> it feels so fancy. And might I say, just as satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. We have chicken in the freezer right now. And when lunchtime comes around, <gasps> really? I'd be down to make some chicken nuggets. Yeah, or like a chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. Podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, so saucel is uh, is a verb. Cool. Would you like to conjugate? <laughs> okay, because I did a really good job at that the last time. I took a shame shot. You took yeah, a shame shot. A, yeah. He, he um, took a shame shot. It's a noun. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Would that be a verb or would that be like a? I don't know. Would it be like I saucled? Yeah. That sounds I, weird. I saucled or like. Or would the saucel be the extra serving you get? Like, like I have too much sauce here and I don't have enough food. I need to go get a saucel. Yeah. I feel like it might be a noun. It's it's food that's made exclusively for the dipping sauce you already have. Right. It's just enough for yeah. the dipping sauce you already have. So rather than being like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I ate 10 Totino's pizza rolls and I have all this ranch. Only 10. <laughs> 
this is fiction, but go on. <laughs> of all this ranch, I, I, I approximate that if I eat seven more Totino's pizza rolls, I will use up the rest of this ranch. And you only have seven rather than being like, okay, well, then I'll make another ten. Like, rather than getting a full order of something, it's just enough to accommodate that extra sauce. But then you get 14 pizza rolls, but then you eat three. Mm-hmm. And then you have a little sauce left over, so you get four more. But then you divide by two. So if one pizza roll is going 90 degrees, uh, 55 miles an hour, uh, uh, and the next one is going uh, 65 no. degrees, 20 miles an hour, Math. at what point would the Totino's pizza rolls meet in the middle of the train station? Lunchtime. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to use that word, I can tell. Oh, totally. That's we're going to go one. to the, yeah, we're going to go to our favorite little little bar across the street, and we're going to be like, hey, we need some sausal. <laughs> These wings. And then Trevor at the bar is going to be like, why did you bring your own sauce? <laughs> we'll be like... Why did you bring a bag of ranch? <laughs> we need to save more money. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to get your free dipping sauce. Yeah, you guys constantly overcharge us. God, I read this thing online one time somewhere. Or was it my brother, my brother, and me? I can't remember. But there was a story about like a mom who would bring a bag of her own sauces and condiments and ingredients into a restaurant oh i don't know if this has become a my brother fan cast if i'm just talking about something i heard there but yeah it was like oh don't bother i have my own things she would pull out like a purse of like her own my condiments. parents did that when they were on whole 30 they did whole 30 and they would like go to like taco mac which is not where you should eat when you're doing Whole30. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. And they would order like a deconstructed thing from the menu and be like, okay, so I want to get the black and blue burger, but here's how I want it. No bun, no caramelized onions, no mushrooms or whatever the fuck came on it. And like, and chop up the burger and put it on extra lettuce so it's basically a salad. And then they would pull out their own salad dressing and just like hack the menu into giving them a whole 30 meal. That sounds so Atkins diet. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I think all these diets are the same. They just rename it every 10 years. Yes. But like the Atkins one back in the day was like the beginning of getting a burger without the bun. Yeah. It was the first time you'd see that at a restaurant where somebody would order like a burger, but just the meat and maybe tomato. Yeah. And lettuce. My dad does that a lot and it's like and he'll do it at like McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish? I don't know. Congratulations, sir. You made it healthy. <laughs> it's only McDonald's patty now. My dad will either order extra meat on his like McDonald's burger. And then he'll go and he'll sit down and he'll take a few bites with that burger with like it fully constructed. And then he'll take the bread off and he'll just eat the meat. Huh. Yeah. So he'll like enjoy the the burger at first and then be like, I've had enough of this. It's time yeah, it's to it's too much bread now. It's time to be a monster. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. It's it becomes too much bread about halfway through the the eating experience. Yeah. I mean that's not entirely untrue. I'll call you out too. You will deconstruct and reconstruct a burger. And then it'll fall apart because, like, the connections between the pieces of the burger aren't there anymore because you've taken it all apart. Okay, I deconstruct and reconstruct a burger because they don't assemble it right. You have to have it perfectly assembled so that when you bite into it, you get just the right amount of stuff. You don't trust the chef to know their own way to make a burger perfectly. No, I don't. And you know what? Nobody needs that many onions. You know how people, they do, like, a... 
a full slice of onions and it's not like a a ring or two of onions. It's like a, a whole slice. Nobody needs to chomp into an entire slice <laughs> of onion. A Vidalia onion? Yeah. yeah. It, well, not even Vidalia. Usually a red onion. Like, those things are hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you can't sever the connection. But the burger was cooked, right? Yeah. And as it was still hot, all the pieces of the burger sort of melded together. And that's what gives it the structure. So when you eat it, it doesn't just fall apart into a big meat salad. But if you reconstruct it, all the... All the connections are gone, so you're just eating a bunch of like parts that are just about to f- slide out. I disagree. Well, I'm healthy enough to say that we can have different opinions. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> going to keep deconstructing and reconstructing. I'm going to keep deconstructing and reconstructing my burgers, and I'll be damned if I ever have to bite into a like a whole onion. I love how you eat burgers. I'm sorry to call you out. Thanks. I love how you eat wings. Oh, God. Are we going to talk about that, too? I mean, we can. We don't have enough time. Well, we, we do. <laughs> we can cut it out. All you right. eat wings like a monster. <laughs> I eat them cleanly for myself. Well, not what? Cleanly in what way? I save one hand, so I have a hand clean to drink my drink. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to eating my wings one-handed. Yeah. Which is totally fine. You So you take the, the wing... And describe for me how you do it. Okay. You break the cartilage. I'll describe to you the perfectly normal way that I eat wings. Okay. Here we go. Buckle in, folks. <laughs> Keep in mind, one hand is out of the out of the picture. I'm not using my left hand. Yeah. So, I pick up the flat. Mm-hmm. I bite the cartilage off on one end. Already gross. <laughs> I flip it over to the other side with my hand, like a knife trick. Mm-hmm. I bite the cartilage on the other end gross again the bones are now disconnected so i can get them separated Mm -hmm. then i take the end of one bone and i put in my mouth the end of the other bone and i use it to tear the bones apart so i'm now holding half the flat in my hand and the other half in my teeth and then i put one half (laughs) back on the plate so i can use my hand to grab the part out of my mouth and eat the meat off of it. Then I put that bone down, and then pick up the other half that I put down, eat the meat off of that, and then I put it down, and I have two perfectly clean bones at the end. I feel like I just heard somebody describe a murder. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how they kill someone. (laughs) I love you so much. I love you too. It's so gross. We should definitely get wings and burgers after this and wash it down with some chicken nuggets and Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah. Um, I'll give you my second word. Yeah, let's do it. My second word is follic. Fall. Okay. Follic? It rhymes with bollock. Okay. Yeah. Like like frolic or phallic. It rhymes with bollock. Uh Uh-huh. Like O-C-K. Okay. You want to guess? The British swear. Yes. You want to guess what it means? Um, you won't get it. I'm so smart. Shut up. Don't be a butthole. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, oh, when something with like a folly, curse you, follies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. So to follock, it's a verb. Mm-hmm. To follock is to get into an apartment or another like locked door in a public space just by following somebody in who has a key. Oh. And see, the trick to this is basically everybody in the world is too nice to ask you if you have like a key to your own apartment. Yes. So they'll let you do it. 
Yes. Which basically, the bigger issue of this word is that any apartment where the security is nothing but a door with a lock is complete bullshit. Yep. Because all you have to do is follow anybody in, and they're not going to like... You're like, oh, I'm sorry, do you live here? Yeah, oh, excuse me, I need to see a key. Yeah. They're uh, not going to do that. Can you show me in some way, shape, or form that you live here? Do you carry a piece of mail on your person? (laughs) Where's your swag bag from when you moved in? Yeah. Get out. But then what's (laughs) going to happen? Like, there's so many sides to this, and I hate them all. If you're the person who lives in the apartment, Mm -hmm. and somebody's walking in behind you, what are you supposed to, like, judge them? Yeah. If they're supposed... This is profiling. It becomes profiling. You're like, are you the kind of person that I need to assume is going to be let into the apartment or do I need to stop you? Right. It's like, no, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm going to let you into the apartment because I'm going to... I'm not going to assume... That anyone doesn't live here because you don't know people. Right. I don't know all my neighbors. You could live here. I don't know. I would be... Okay, if somebody was walking in behind me into my apartment... And I looked at them and like said, sorry, you can't follow me. You don't live here. And then I walked in and then they just like, as I was walking through the apartment, I heard them behind me use their key to get in. Yeah. I would be like, well, I'm going to go curl up and die. But the other side of that is I get texts from our, or the manager of our apartment saying like, please do not let anybody in behind you. We have package theft. We have people coming in. We have the homeless. It's like, yeah, you're not supposed to do this. But there's no way I'm not going to do it. Also, I am not a physically strong person, at least in the matter that I can intimidate people with. You know what I mean? I can't be a bouncer. Yeah, you don't have the the bouncers. Yeah. The bouncers bod. If somebody tries to come into an apartment and they're in any way Mm adult-sized, I'm not going to be like, stop right there, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I have to protect my apartment by not letting you in. Good day. Excuse me, I don't know you. Please back away. Yeah. What? What am I going to do? Yeah. On the other hand, they don't know you, and they don't know that you live here. So, like, you could end up being strong-armed away from the apartment (laughs) by somebody else. We we either need to get security or something for the apartment, and by we, I mean everybody with any apartment or workplace or school where the door is locked. Same thing goes for cars in, like, a a drive-in, like, a gate that opens and closes. Mm Mm-hmm. All you have to do is drive behind another car. Right. They're not going to get out of their car and stop you. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. <laughs> Horp. <laughs> Horp. Yeah. I always feel bad anytime I'm like letting... I, I feel bad in both situations. Whether I'm letting somebody in who I'm not sure if they live here or not. And when I like let the door close behind me, even though I saw somebody coming who was coming for the door. Right. You know? It's a lose-lose. If they do live here, then I was just an asshole for a second. Yeah. But then if they don't live there and you do let them in, then somebody can get their package stolen because of you. Yeah, totally. So, like, that doesn't work either. Oh, my God. The saddest thing happened a couple of weeks ago. We were... We were waiting for packages, and you got a text from our manager at the apartment saying you know there's been some package theft you have a package retrieve it immediately yeah i happened to be home so you told me to go get the package and i ran downstairs ran i took my time i was like <laughs> package that package theft i'll get there when hey, i get there and we'll work. get and we'll <laughs> and we'll get our packages who's gonna steal our stuff and i get downstairs 
And I, I'm like, oh, look, our two packages. And let me take those and we'll go upstairs. And this guy comes running down just frantic, no shoes, shirt mostly unbuttoned. Like, looks like he just got out of the shower, received the same text that you received and threw on some clothing so that he could go and get his package. Went down there and starts looking around and he was like, well, I guess it got stolen. I'm like, damn and i was like oh no sometimes amazon drops off things you know at different times of the day and it don't worry it might show up and he was like no i got the order confirmation that it was delivered and i got a text saying that it was here and that i should get it before it gets stolen and i'm like who's doing this that sucks so hard oh man and then there was that time at christmas that people were stealing christmas packages yeah Oh, God, there's like a, a message right there on the table that said, like, to whoever took my package, I hope you enjoy a month's worth of cat food. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Package theft. Package theft. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that was me complaining about how I don't want to profile people and try to, like, judge yeah. on their looks if they deserve to come into the apartment or not. Totally. Well, and, like, our apartment is, like, an extremely diverse community. Like, yeah. we live with. People of all ages, races, shapes, sizes, gender identities, etc. Like, we're in the heart of L.A. Like, it doesn't get more diverse. Right. So, it's like... There's no... How are we possibly going to judge who lives here and who doesn't? Yeah. There's no, like, kind of person that you should be looking out for. Right. It's not like, oh, well, we kind of live in, like, a more white neighborhood, so we're looking for mostly white people or whatever. <laughs> right. It's... Very diverse. So it's like, I don't know who lives here and who doesn't. And how am I supposed to know? Right. And I'm complaining about how if there is somebody who wants to come in behind me and then they don't seem like they live here, I'm not going to be able to stop them. Right. Etc. Yeah. <laughs> so I, follic. I feel like I can't stop people from doing anything that's that they're already doing that's bad. Exactly. I have no authority over strangers' bad decisions. Right. I have no authority. I have no, like, physical intimidation tactic. Yeah. All I'm going to do is just kind of shrug and say, okay, sorry. Can this I? is, like, an adjacent topic, but we, we live near a park where it almost always smells like urine. And we were walking by there the other day and talking about how it almost always smells like pee. And as we're having this conversation, a, a guy who's like, well-dressed, doesn't seem like a homeless man at all, <laughs> and it just like whips it out and starts taking a pee yeah. like, in the corner no of the park. Right there. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I, why? Why are you doing that? And I'm looking at this guy and for a second he looks around like, nobody's going to see me. And after, like, a few moments, we make eye contact. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you peeing in the park? And he he looks back at me and we're making eye contact. And he yells something from across the park. About, I was next like, to you. I think he yelled, like, he yelled something like, you see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, some bullshit like that. Like, I, like... Like, he's allowed to pee there because other people do. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not how the world works. You're not allowed to just do the bad thing because other people do it. 
What was that story your friend at work had where they just like saw somebody pooping on the sidewalk and they crossed their path and the person pooping said, it's LA, what do you want? Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. This was at a metro station uh-huh. and they were waiting for the train and this guy just like took a shit, just like right in front of everybody, just like unloads, just starts pooping. And my, my coworker just like starts going, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and like looks up at like the LA metro police or whatever whoever is there watching the la metro and it's like what is, what yeah. this guy can you get him and the the guy taking a shit is like what am i supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> there's no bathrooms here am i just supposed to hold it like a normal person and get to where i'm going and then use the restroom yes sir you're right you're right and i'm wrong you're yeah. right let's just all take public shits just yeah. in the middle of the street that's what that's the only thing that separates us from the animals isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and why do we need separation in this day and age let's be just like squirrels Ugh. i want to be a squirrel <laughs> squirrels at least go in the corner <laughs> do you have another word I do have another word. Okay. So my next one is very, like, nice. I have a nice good. word. That's good, because we were kind of going down a poopy path. Yeah, we were we were doing some poopy stuff. Yeah. So my next word is amora of you. What? Amora of you? Amora of you. Can you spell that? A-M-O-R-E-V-I- E-W. Why am I having a hard time reading the I don't letters? Know. I'm having a hard time spelling uh, right now. Amore View. Do you want me to guess it? Is this a fun game? Where yeah, we're guessing sure. It? Okay. You can guess it. I don't care. Amore View is when you look at someone you love or um, when you open the airplane window so you can get more of a view. I don't know. What is it? It's more close to the first one. Yeah. So it's um, when you like social media stalk a uh, close friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, out of love? Out of love. Yeah, no, it's not like, you know, I feel like generally creeping on somebody on Facebook or Instagram is something that you do when you don't have information about them and you want to know something mm-hmm. and you're kind of doing it like it's supposed to be like a sneaky thing. And you don't want people to know that you're creeping on them and you're getting all this information and figuring out how they live their lives and who they're friends with and stuff like that. But a more of you is when you do all of that already knowing this person's life. Okay. And you know this person very well and they are a close friend. So you spend this time almost like in more of a loving, nostalgic state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of going combing through like your friendship and memories with them. And oh, yeah. So it's nice. This. The idea for this word came to me a few days ago when I was like, I wasn't feeling like super lonely or sad, but I just like thought of a friend from back home in Atlanta who has moved elsewhere as well. And I was like, oh man, I miss her. I wonder what's going on with her. Have I missed any of her posts? Right. Because I wonder what's going on with her. And I like pulled up her Instagram and I was like, well, I haven't missed any of her posts, but I want to go take a trip down memory lane. What was her life like in the last oh. year? And I just sort of like looked at all of her photos and read all the captions and looked at like my comments and then went back and like looked at our text conversations and stuff like that. And it was just nice to sort of like, it puts you in a state of like almost reliving that 
time of friendship. That's so nice. Yeah. It's like Facebook has that feature called See Friendship. Oh, I love See Friendship. I love that too. And I feel like that's the that's a good example of an Amora view. Yeah. It's um taking like a, a nostalgic and loving trip down memory lane with a friend. I love that. I don't really do that much, but I should maybe. Maybe it, I will. It well, to me it, it it's kind of a double edged sword because I, I enjoy doing that a lot. I do that a lot with my friends. I'm like, oh man, because my friends post a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I will occasionally just like check up on their social media, just like look at it for a long time and be like, okay, it looks like you've been having a good few months and I love you and I miss you and I'm thinking about you. But the action stops there for me. That doesn't in turn make me reach out to my Mm -hmm. friends, which I feel like I should. Right. So it's more of like a, not a band-aid, but like a... Uh, almost like a a coping mechanism for not being near my friends and like oh well i can still see you so there you go yeah that's really nice it's nice but i i feel sorry like, i keep saying that yeah it's really nice it's really nice it is really nice but i i i feel like i want to make the view part of that more actionable in my life i want to like when i'm doing those things and thinking about my friends and you know, remembering fun times and stuff rather than having those dialogues or those memories in just my head. Like, that's the great thing about technology. Like, we can reach out to our friends who live far away and let them know that we're thinking of them. We don't have to just... It's not like a shoebox of memories where you just right are rifling through old photos and you're like, oh, man, this feels nice. And we'll never see them again. <laughs> like, we can still see all of these people who are in our lives i have an idea okay what if when you do an amora view is that how you say it amora yeah. view at the end of it you tell them that you did an amora view for them mm-hmm. and then they have to do it for someone else oh we can make it a little facebooky game those things are so annoying yeah but they're fine and this one would be less <laughs> annoying i'm thinking for this one you only have to do it for one person yeah it's not like you know do it for five people and make this viral mm-hmm. or whatever Go on, go on a little Facebook, a uh, little friendly Facebook stalk for one of your best friends. Then tell them that you did it. Yeah. And then challenge them to do it for somebody that they're really good friends with. Yeah. And just keep the chain going. Everybody, and then you get three people to do that, no. and they in turn pay you for their. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll give you. It's like a triangle, but upside down and in three dimensional. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll give you the power to look at three of your people, but they can all look at three of their own people. Yeah. And then they buy my makeup. And then (laughs) once, and then you can also look at your three people's three people, and then their three people's three people, and so on and so forth. Yes. And then um. Then you can go and make yourself a nice dinner with those really sharp knives that you bought from your other friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's not turn this into a multi-level marketing scheme. No, it's not. Go do an Amore review, and it's not a pyramid scheme, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. I, like, one of my close friends had a baby recently, and I haven't been able to visit her, and it makes me very sad. But taking a few moments to just, like, think of her and scan through some photos and 
just be like, oh man, I don't know what's happening right now in her life specifically, but it's really fun to see these moments. You know how adults and boomers and everything typically say that our generation is absorbing our phones and we don't really have real connections? Yeah. I think that's hogwash. Okay. <laughs> hogwash. Social media has led to a beautiful side of social life, I think. Yeah. It's another side of it. We still have to learn how to how to manage it and the social life that we're used to together. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of going back and looking at all of our friends' pictures. Before this, you wouldn't have had access to a friend's pictures. You know? Right. You wouldn't have been able to go down that memory lane with them that way before this. Right. Yeah. No, unless you had pictures with them. Yeah. Like printed in a shoebox somewhere. The, the same wasn't... thing. Like back when Twitter first came out, I think everybody was making fun of the idea of saying that you had spaghetti for dinner on a tweet. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, who cares about your life that much? But now it's all historically in there. It's all like, it's all fossilized. Yeah. We all have the ability to go back and look at what we were doing a year ago and what our friends were doing a year ago. and Yeah. And when we, you know, our friend is with people and like yes. our, you know, we can go back and look and see the last time... We saw a friend and reminisce about that. Right. And make fun of each other's shame shots. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. A more of you challenge. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Or do it. If do you it want. or don't. Yeah. Do you want to share a word that we have both made together? I would like to share it. Do you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I've already said this word in the podcast. Yes. This word is nebulous. It has a broad meaning and it can mean a lot of different things. I'm excited to talk about what this means to you because I don't know if we fully nailed it down or if we ever will. Mm-hmm. The word is horp. 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 It has a feeling for sure. Yeah. It's like childish anger. Yeah. Right? It's like a kid who doesn't get their dessert. Horp. It's, it's stamping your foot on yeah, the ground. Yeah. It's, it's like a pouty face. Yeah. Horp. 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 You make... The face as you say the word. It's yeah. like in it already. You can't say horp without making a pouty face. Yeah. That's how it was designed. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's fun to, it's a noun, it's a verb. Like, oh, don't horp. Yeah. Or, I'm making a horp. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't it's say a, that as much. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who's going to make a horp? <laughs> how do you, how does one make a horp, hun? Like this. Horp. Horp. Oh, you're making a horp right now. Yeah. And if you're really mad about something, big horp. Big horp. Big horp. Big horp. I think there's a lot of room in the world for childish anger. Oh, totally. Because some things are just like, you recognize as an adult that it's a little thing that shouldn't kill your day. Yeah. But it's still aggravating. And it's worth it to have a little, a little 20 second tantrum. Yeah. And just be like, horp. That's annoying that that happened. It's also fun to say it instead of, like, fuck. Yeah. It makes it feel like you're not losing control as much as if you're, right. you're swearing it, a whole bunch. Whereas if you're like, horp! Yeah. <laughs> it's also just, it's silly. It sort of alleviates that pressure of being mad. Right. You know? I feel like mad requires a lot of follow-through. Mm-hmm. And with horp, you can just be horp, and that's it. And yeah. then you laugh about it, and it goes away. Yes. It's a noun, it's an adjective, it's a verb, it's a feeling, it's an... It, it's an. It's a way of life. It's an exclamation. Horp! It, yeah. It's an onomatopoeia. Is it an onomatopoeia? You horp when you horp? I, I don't think so, but... Oh, what? <laughs> onomatopoeia is like, it sounds like a physical sound, like bang. Well... 
Horp. Horp sounds like a face. Hmm. You sound like a face. Hey! <laughs> you look like a face. Oh! Horp. Horp. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WC Word Club. For more info about us and a full dictionary of all of our words so far, go to our website, wcword.club. Special thanks to Volpec for the use of their song, Animal Spirits. Animal Spirits.